Hey everybody, this week's remediation we're going and talking about those scary little fuckers known as viruses. It's a really short episode, so I'm going to make this real short, so hope you enjoy. Welcome to Biology for Bastards, teaching biology in the most profane way you've ever seen or heard. I'm your host, John Doty. Thanks for listening. Back at it after kind of a shit show last week with the dogs. Let's see if this one goes any better. Um, A short and sweet one this time, all about viruses. So this season we're going through the AP Biology curriculum and we're on to chapter 19. So let's just dive right in. So, we've talked a bit about bacteria, prokaryotes, all that shit. Um, This week we are talking strictly about viruses. So, they are not alive. That's important to, you know, make note of. And they are parasitic. Intracellular parasitic parasites. Not parasites. What the fuck is that? Parasites. Um, And they are very fucking tiny. Um, very small. We're talking like the size of ribosomes, tiny. And they're very simple. They're typically just a nucleic acid surrounded by a protein shell called a capsid. Um, it can, the nucleic acid can be DNA or it can be RNA. That RNA can be single-stranded or double-stranded. And then the fancy of all, fanciest viruses have this viral envelope outside the capsid. So it would be the envelope, then the protein the nucleic acid and they are very quick to reproduce and because of that or kind of not because of it but alongside with that they do mutate very easily and when you have your RNA viruses they have zero zero mechanisms for any sort of error checking with their um, information as it's getting used so super easy to mutate Um, and like I said we could have single-stranded RNA you can have double-stranded RNA you can have um, double-stranded DNA you can have single-stranded DNA you can have pretty much if you can think of a number of strands between one and two and then DNA or RNA those viruses exist okay and that's kind of we've got a nice little table in the PowerPoint if you're following along um now when it comes to reproducing to simplify it a little too much you have the entry of the virus into the cell you have the viral components that are replicated you have the transcription of those viral components and then the assembly of the new virus as it exits from the cell so that's any viral um replication cycle But, like I said, that's almost too simple. There are two main ways, or two ways that viruses actually reproduce, and it's the lytic cycle and the lysogenic cycle, sometimes also known as the latent cycle. And what the lytic cycle does is it basically infects right away 
to do everything that I just said, where it enters, you have replication of the viral components, you have transcription of those components into the viral parts, the viral proteins, and then the assembly of the viruses as they exit the cell. Um, and what happens with those cells is the cells die either through lysis or apoptosis. Now the lysogenic infection or the lysogenic cycle is a longer one because what happens is the DNA, the viral DNA, sorry, not being very specific there, the viral DNA gets incorporated into the host DNA and gets replicated alongside with it and then some sort of radiation or chemical factor comes along and initiates the transition from the lysogenic infection, or sorry, lysogenic cycle into the lytic cycle. That piece of viral DNA that incorporates into the host DNA, if it's a bacteriophage, we call that little chunk of DNA the prophage. And if it's an animal virus, we call that a provirus. And we know what bacteriophages are. They are just viruses that infect bacterial cells. But in case you forgot, you have that piece of information right there for you. Now, when we're talking about the animal viruses, most of those do have that um, viral envelope, that viral membrane about the outside of the capsid, um, which makes it tough for the host to detect the virus, makes it tough for the host to defeat the virus. And then there's another class of viruses out there that are different from the lytic cycle, different from the lysogenic cycle, and those are retroviruses. They are, I guess, most like the lysogenic type of cycle, but in this case you have an RNA virus that uses this enzyme called reverse transcriptase to take the RNA and reverse transcribe it into DNA, and that DNA is going to insert itself into the host as a provirus. And then as the host transcribes, or as the host replicates, so does the infected cells, so does that provirus, and then eventually the host will transcribe the provirus to make new virus parts. And HIV, human immunodeficiency virus, is a really good example of a retrovirus. Um, there are a bunch of other ones that we are not really going to talk too much about. Um, stuff like Zika, Dengue fever, that Chikiga Young that I can't pronounce, um, no matter how much I try. And. Uh, when it comes to trying to prevent viruses, there's really, you know, vaccines are the best way. Okay, where you get either a weakened virus or part of the virus that will trigger trigger an immune response. So that in the future, you can fight off that virus. So that's things like the HPV vaccine for the human papillomavirus, the MMR for the measles, mumps, and rubella. Um, hepatitis A, the flu shot, all of those vaccines against viruses. Now, if you do get an infection, antibiotics don't work because antibiotics target bacteria. You would need an antiviral drug. And what those do is blocks viral replication after an infection actually happens. So um, there's that. So vaccines are your best bet. There's not too many antivirals out there. You have stuff like AZT for HIV infections. You have stuff like Tamiflu, but if you've ever paid attention to Tamiflu, you've got to start taking that early on. 
otherwise it's not going to work by the time you have too much viral load in your body now we have two last things and then this episode is short and fucking sweet because viruses are pretty straightforward um we have viroids which are small circular little rna molecules that infect plants and really what they do is they mess up plant growth just regulatory systems um, that control the plant growth um, just kind of get in the way start screwing shit up and then we have prions i've heard them called prions i don't know how to pronounce it prions prions i've heard it both ways which are these infectious proteins and these are kind of scary um they call uh, cause scrapey in sheep mad cow disease um or what is it bovine spongiform encephalitis i think is the technical name of mad cow disease uh Kreutzfeldt jakob disease in humans kuru in humans that people get from eating dead people eating the brains of dead people um yeah now the prions or the prions they're kind of scary because there's at least an incubation period of like 10 years so you can get infected and you will have no absolute clue for like 10 fucking years and that's crazy and the prions are almost indestructible like we can't we don't know how to fix things if you have a prion disease you're fucked um we don't know how to do anything to prevent it anything to cure it anything to um treat it we're just like i said you're just fucking screwed um and then there are some prion neurodegenerative diseases um that again we don't have any cure for we're working on them stuff like alzheimer's and parkinson's so this episode real short because that's everything that's viruses for you um real short real sweet kind of in on a downer note um so bastard of the week is megan out in oregon Oregon. I don't know how to pronounce that. Never have. Uh, left us a review on iTunes that I just saw. So thanks, Megan. I appreciate it. Um, I've never left a review either, so I don't really know what you had to do to do that, but I really, really appreciate it. So on that note, I'll wrap stuff up. Our intro and outro music is the song Feeling Good by Purple Planet Music. Um, follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Visit our website, www.biologyforbastards.com. And until next time, thanks for listening. So you may have just heard an ad, but I can't end with an ad. So just wanted to say, follow us on Twitter at Bio4Bastards. Um, our intro and outro music is Feeling Good by Purple Planet Music. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, tell everybody you know about it. And again, thanks for listening.